Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We continue our examination of the Scripture in the book of Daniel. <laughs> the book of Daniel. And we're in the middle of the uh, second chapter. I'm not going to go back and recount everything. If you're just now joining us, uh, go back and listen to the episodes from the beginning. It doesn't take long. We, each one of these episodes is less than 10 minutes long. But Daniel particularly is one that's very important to sort of uh, see what's happened prior to where we're reading right now. We're in the midst of Nebuchadnezzar trying to find out what a dream meant that he had, okay? And how, what that dream interpreted was. <clears throat> So we're in Daniel chapter 2, verse 31. Daniel is now telling Nebuchadnezzar the dream. Daniel speaking. You, O king, were looking, and behold, there was a single great statue. That statue, which was large and of extraordinary splendor, was standing in front of you, and its appearance was awesome. Now, we're just going to read the, the, about the dream today, okay, the first five or six verses related to this dream. And the reason is I want us just to think for a moment. Uh, many of us will be familiar with this account, will be familiar with what happened, but we rarely take time to just really reflect upon it and think upon it. We want to jump ahead and say, oh, well, this right here means this, this means this, this means that. Don't do that. Right now, just pay attention to what's being said. So Daniel is telling the king, he says, you were looking and behold. So you see the detail that the Lord had released unto Daniel as to what had occurred with the king. He didn't tell him just the dream. He's telling him what he was doing. He says, king, you were looking and behold. So it's like Daniel is in the midst of the dream, watching the dreams and visions that's occurring right here. So he says, you're looking and there was a single great statue. And that statue, which was large and of extraordinary splendor, was standing in front of you, and its appearance was awesome. So Daniel's actually given some insight and some interpretation as to how the king was responding. He's saying this statue is great. The statue is large. It has extraordinary splendor. It was awesome. And that whole thing with awesome out there requires somebody to interpret it that way. So he's saying letting us know this is how the king was responding to it. He was amazed by it. Now, verse 32. The head of that statue was made of fine gold, its breast and its arms of silver, its belly and its thighs of bronze, its legs of iron, its feet partly of iron and partly of clay. So verses 32 and 33 right here just tell us in detail uh, what this statue was constructed of. The statue that was awesome in appearance, that was extraordinarily in splendor, okay, large. Uh, some pretty good detail right here. You know that the head was made of fine gold. Then the breast and the arms were silver. The belly and his thighs, bronze. His legs of iron. And then his feet, partly of iron and partly of clay. If you've never encountered this before, you will be absolutely amazed at the vast amount of interpretation <laughs> that is assigned to this right here and what this really means. Just pay attention to what's obvious. What's obvious is that it goes from the most valuable 
of uh, substance down to the least valuable. Goes from the top to the bottom: gold, silver, bronze, iron, and then iron, partly iron and partly clay. And you think, well, what is that all about? <clears throat> well, trust me, we will get into all that. Verse thirty-four: You continued looking until a stone was cut out without hands, and it struck the statue on his feet of iron and clay and crushed them. So he's telling the king, remember this, he's telling the king his dream. Can't you imagine? Here Daniel is, this young man, again, 16, 17, 18, 19 years of age, somewhere right around there, standing before the most high king of the earth, the king of Egypt, and all the entourage all around him. And he's boldly proclaiming to him what he had seen He's describing the statue, and he's describing what Nebuchadnezzar's doing. Nebuchadnezzar, in this dream and in these visions, kept looking. He kept looking, and he's staring at the statue, and he keeps thinking about this until a stone was cut out without hands. <laughs> Boy, again, that's going to be really interesting, too. <clears throat> but note just what it says. It's a stone, and it was cut out, but it was cut out without hands? Well, how do you cut out a stone without hands? Well, that's going to be something of some import down the road, okay? This stone came, and it struck the statue on his feet of iron and clay, and it crushed them. So it crushed the feet of iron and clay, last verse, verse 35, last verse for today. Then the iron, the clay, the bronze, the silver, and the gold were crushed all at the same time and became chaff from the summer threshing floors. And so that crushed literally carries the idea, crushed all at the same time, that they were crushed like one. Okay? They were crushed. That stone comes, crushes the feet of iron and clay, and then the entire statue, the iron, the clay, the bronze, the silver, and gold, all become like chaff from the summer threshing floor. In other words, all into small pieces. Last part of the verse now. And the wind carried them away so that not a trace of them was found. But the stone that struck the statue became a great mountain and filled the whole earth. Verse 36, Daniel says this, this was the dream. Now we will tell you its interpretation before the king. <laughs> We'll do that in the next episode. I just want you to see that he says, this is the dream. And you, don't you know the king was sitting there just about to freak out because he didn't remember, apparently, the dream. Or if he did remember the dream, <coughs> he now knows somebody knows the dream, so their interpretation is going to be correct because they just gave me the dream. Okay? And remember what we've seen before uh, in previous verses. Daniel had told uh, Nebuchadnezzar, that the Lord, the revealer of mysteries, had made known to King Nebuchadnezzar what will take place in the latter days. Okay, So this dream and the visions in his mind while he was laying there on his nightbed were about things that would be made known or that will occur in the latter days, that will take place in the latter days. And that the revealer of mysteries, the Most High God, had revealed this to Nebuchadnezzar. Daniel then stands before him and gives him in total, absolute detail everything that he had seen. Do you think that perhaps now Nebuchadnezzar is going to listen to him? <laughs> 
Well, of course he is, and we're going to see what happens with that. We'll look at the interpretation of it in the next episode, okay? Again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for your time, and I'll see you then.